CQ, 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 calling all radio amateurs and shortwave listeners. This is GB2RS, the news broadcasting service of the Radio Society of Great Britain. It's read to you by G4NJH in Nottingham. Web references in the script can be found either on the RSGB website or attached to the podcast at gb2rs.podbean.com. This is GB2RS News for Sunday the 18th of December 2022. Here are the main news headlines. Train the trainers courses, RSGB convention videos, planning advisory committee recruitment. After a forced break during COVID, the RSGB will be restarting Train the Trainers courses in the spring of 2023. It's hoped that three courses will be run across the country. The team would like to run the courses where demand is greatest, rather than arranging three courses where there is no demand. If you're an existing trainer or would like to become one and would like to attend a course during the year, please contact G7 Lima Fox Charlie at rsgb.org.uk. The team would also like to hear from clubs that are willing to host a course so that it can match demand with availability. For further details about the course, what it covers, and what's required from hosts, please visit the RSGB site. The RSGB has released four individual presentations from its 2022 convention, which cover a wide and interesting range of topics. Philip Lawson, G4FCL, gives an introduction to test equipment, while Phil Catterall, G4OBK, talks about adventure radio in Europe. Taking a look back into history, Dr. David Abruptat provides a fascinating insight into Bletchley Park and the Y services between 1939 and 1945. Finally, as a link with December's Yota Month, young radio amateurs Dan McGraw, M0WUT, and Samza Shah, 2E0HXS, share their experiences and learning from the Yota summer camp in Croatia this year. Find these and other RSGB convention presentations on its YouTube channel at the at youtube.com slash the RSGB. The RSGB Planning Advisory Committee assists RSGB members with planning advice. It's looking to recruit additional committee members to help with this valuable service. You should be involved with or retired from a discipline associated with the planning process or have a good working knowledge of the planning pro- process. The committee would particularly like to add a planning enforcement officer or a lawyer to the panel. The duties include assisting members with planning inquiries, enforcement notices and appeals, but will not include the actual preparation of planning applications on behalf of members. If you think you can help, please contact the RSGB Planning Advisory Committee Chairman John Mattox, G4TEQ, by email at pac.chairman at rsgb.org.uk. The RSGB HQ email system encountered a technical fault between the afternoon of Tuesday the 13th of December and the morning of Wednesday the 14th. If you email the RSGB during this period, it's likely your message was not received and will need to be resent. To help, the RADCOM team has extended the deadline for submissions to the magazine to Monday the 19th of December, so there's still time to send in reports and items for the club calendar and around your region section of RADCOM. The RSGB apologises for any inconvenience. The RSGB National Radio Centre at Bletchley Park will be closed for two days on the 10th and 11th of January 2023 to allow electrical maintenance work to be undertaken. 
When booking a visit on any other day, remember the RSGB members can download a free entry voucher to Bletchley Park from the RSGB website. The RSGB has made two announcements about exams this week. The first gives details on how to book the uh, book for the direct to full exam from January and the second outlines necessary changes to the exam fees. Further details of both can be found on the RSGB website. Choose the exam announcements option uh, in the menu. RSGBHQ will be closed for Christmas and the New Year from 12.30pm on Friday the 23rd of December until 8.30 on Tuesday the 3rd of January 2023. Next Sunday the 25th of December the RSGB news script will be prepared as usual and read at the discretion of individual news readers. There will be no GB2RS broadcast on Sunday the 1st of January. During the holidays, if you need information about amateur radio exams or RADCOM, you'll find lots of pages on the RSGB website. Now for details of rallies and events. The Oval Amateur Radio Club Rally will be held on Thursday the 29th of December at Davis Hall, Howell Hill, Howell Hill West Carmel, in Yeovil, Somerset, BA227QX. Doors open from 9.30 to 1pm, admission £3, free parking. The event will include bring and buy as well as 20 tables for traders. More information from Bob on 01963 The Lincoln Shortwave Club Winter Radio Rally will be held on Sunday the 29th of January at the Festival Hall Case to Road Market Raisin, LN83HT, Doors open 9.30, entry is £2. Refreshments are available on-site and talking available on 145.375 megs. For more information, email graham via contact at m1dhv.co.uk. The Canvey Rally will be held on the 5th of February at Cornelius Vermoden School, Dinant Avenue, Canvey in Essex, SS89QS. The rally is expected to be the usual hive of activity with plenty of traders and an indoor boot sale. Hot food and drinks will be available. Contact Sears, that's S-E-A-R-S, dot inquiries at gmail.com for more information. Now for special event news, special event station Charlie November 22 JIM ends its two-week run today the 18th from the High Atlas Mountain Range in Morocco. The India Mike suffix to the call sign was chosen in celebration of International Mountain Day, which is held on the 11th of December each year, QSL via RW6HS. Today, the 18th, is the last chance to work the nine special event call signs hosted by the Qatar Amateur Radio Society, celebrating the 2022 FIFA World Cup. Look out for the HQ HQ station call sign A722FWC, as well as eight call signs that contain sequential numbers from A71 FIFA to A78 FIFA. The stations are active on the HF bands and via the QO100 satellite, QSL via the Bureau, Logbook of the World or directly. Today is also the last opportunity to log, log special call sign PV22CUP. That's the Brazilian Amateur Radio League, which is using the call sign in celebration also of the 2022 FIFA World Cup, QSL via Logbook of the World and EQSL. 
celebrate its 15th anniversary of summits on the air, France, special call sign Tango Mike 15 SOTA, will be active until the 30th of December, QSL via EQSL. Special event stations GB1900HA and GB1900HW have been operated since the 24th of January, marking the 1900th anniversary of the beginning of the construction of Hadrian's Wall. The defensive fortification is the largest Roman archaeological feature in the British Isles. The stations will be active until Friday the 23rd of December. Now for DX News, Tony will be active as 3D2AG portable from Ratuma Island in Fiji, OC060, until the 20th of December. He hopes to operate CWSSB RITI and some FT8 on the 160-6 metre bands QSL via Club Log. Leicester, W8YCM, will be active as Stroke 6Y from Jamaica, NAO97, until January 2023. QSL Direct via his home call sign. Vincent, or Vincent, of F4BKV, will be active as XW4KV from Laos until the 23rd of December. His main activity will be QO100 from as many as 12 grids. He'll also uh, do some operating on 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands QSL via F4BKV and Logbook of the World. Contest News, the UK 6-metre group Winter Marathon began on the 1st of December. The contest runs till the 31st of January. Using all modes on the 6-metre band, the exchange is signal report and locator. Today the, twi- sorry, today, the 18th of December, the Stu Perry Top Band Challenge will end its 24-hour run at 1500 UTC. Using CW on the 160-metre band, the exchange is your four-character locator. On Tuesday the 20th of December, the 1.3 Gigs UK Activity Contest runs from 2000 to 2230 UTC. Using all modes on the 1.3 Gigs band, the exchange is signal report, serial number and locator. Now for the radio propagation report compiled by G0KYAG3YLA and G4BAO. They write... Things hotted up last week with a healthy increase in sunspot activity. The number of sunspots ramped up, giving us a solar flux index of 165 by Thursday. The other upside was the fact that geomagnetic conditions were quite settled, with the KP index remaining between 1 and 3 all week. But there were some downsides. We've had an increase in the number of solar flares, with a total of 14. Of these, 11 were M-class. This is all happening around active region 3165, which is now a prime candidate for an X-class solar flare, the most powerful. There were reports of poor HF conditions on the morning of the 15th, which can possibly be attributed to the solar flares on the sun. The graph of the maximum usable frequency measured at Dourbe looks like a roller coaster ride with the extrapolated MUF over 3,000 kilometres being more than 38 megs at 9.15am and below 19 megs 20 minutes later. The moral of the story is that HF propagation seems to fail, if it seems to fail, uh, just give it 20 minutes and see if it gets any better. According to NOAA, the high solar flux index won't continue for much longer. It predicts that the SFI will reduce to between 115 and 120. The KP index also is predicted to stay low, at least until the 22nd, when when it is forecast to rise to 5, possibly because of a returning coronal hole from 27 days ago. 
And finally, both the Chilton and Fairford Digisons are offline at the moment, so select Dourb, that's D-O-U-R-B-E-S, if using propquest.co.uk. Now for VHF and up, the cold weather will be displaced as a temporary mild spell brings higher temperatures plus wet and windy weather during the weekend. Eventually, colder westerly air with the with showery troughs will return from the west, but still with further bands of rain. There will probably be some good rain and snow scatter opportunities for the gigahertz band. Tropo looks a bit thin, although there may be a brief enhancement on Sunday morning to France and the Low Countries, but this will be gone by the afternoon. The other modes like meteor scatter and aurora are still consideration, but much less predictable. With a Geminids meteor shower past its peak, there are two minor showers to look out for this week. The Leonid, Leonis Minorids are active from the 5th of December to the 4th of February, reaching a maximum of, on the 20th of December, with a low zenithal hourly rate, or ZHR, of about 5. The Ursids are active from the 17th of December to the 26th of December, reaching a maximum of 22, a maximum on the 22nd of December, also with a lower ZHR of 10. Moon declinations went negative on the 17th, so moon windows will continue to shorten and zenith angles decrease. EME path losses are falling as we head towards perigee on Christmas Eve. 144 megs not sky noise is increasing all week and on Friday will get close to an eclipse, so it will be very high during the whole moon pass. Lastly, to repeat the heads up from last week about midwinter sporadic E, it's still worth mentioning since it usually becomes uh, a reference after the event and it would be nice to be there before it happens. So employ the usual check of HF and VHF clusters from 10 to 4 metres and use PropQuest and its EPI or Ease probability index plots to see where the most likely areas for Ease are located. Like summer events, rarer mid-winter E's are often associated with powerful jet streams, and this unsettled weather is a good source for these. That's it from the propagation team this week. That's uh, also all from me. Until next time, and a very happy Christmas to all our listeners.